Welcome to The Odds Couple, a presentation of ESPN Chicago. The Odds Couple is brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino Las Vegas. The Odds Couple. Here's your host, Mike North and Carmen DeFalco. Welcome into another edition of The Odds Couple presented by Circa Resort and Casino. Welcome to your weekend, week four in the NFL, week five in college. Some very interesting games on the slate. It is also the final regular season weekend for Major League Baseball. And the Cubs, after all this, look like they may not make it to October, at least past Sunday, which is October 1st. As always, it's Mike North and Carmen DeFalco. Glad to be along with everyone. Mikey, always great to talk to you. And we've got a lot of ground to cover today, my friend. Yeah, I'm sorry about the Cubs, but they basically have uh, had tight keisters the last uh, (laughs) uh, week, week and a half. There's no doubt about it. I mean, Suzuki missing that fly ball that a a high school kid should have. I could have it. I'm 71. Division's going. And I still would have had it. Uh, Then you got... uh, uh, Nico, the next night, yeah. uh, with just like a, a careless toss over uh, the uh, uh, over the head of Dabney Swanson. Uh, you got uh, Ross. Tyon's averaging, no, uh, nobody's going to tell me he's averaging seven innings a game, right? Right. Well, it's the seventh inning. He's out there. Atlanta's got their third look at him. Nobody's going in the bullpen. Next thing you know, it's first and third. They finally bring a guy in. But, the, you know, the run scores, that run ended up helping them beat us. So the whole team is falling asleep. I believe in them. If they lose Bellinger, they won't be in the spot next year. I think it's imperative that they try to sign him. Many people think he'll be gone. If you're a billionaire, if I was Ricketts and I had his money, he's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And that's, I'm tired of hearing that crap. I mean, you, you rebuilt the whole neighborhood. You got pieces of the hotels, the, the bars, and everything else. So that's one thing. Then we got this other deal now. I mean, where do, I said it today on Twitter. We're the winningest franchise, the odds couple, of the last five years in this town. <laughs> we are. We're like 54, 55% of our wins. That's, and that's a winning thing. If you look at the Sox, the, the Hawks. I mean, I'm, people want me to tune in to see, see a kid in his first game skate around the net. I, I did I, love I, it, though. I got to be honest. I watched some of it. Well, Mike. because you're clamoring for anything. I, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. And we're and, so excited about him. And that's good. Yeah. I was excited. Look, I know. I I, inter- I interviewed Kane and Taves first. They brought mm-hmm. him right to the yeah. studio. Uh, yeah. So I know about that hype. And this kid looks better than as far as shooting the puck. Oh, He's my, hitting angles so I've good. never seen before. I think and you're I've seen right. I, th- good players. I think you're right. I think it's like we're so desperate for anything right now. Absolutely. That that's a yeah. We need good news from him. Yeah. Look, look, Justin Fields, I've said it for four years, so I took a lot of hits, but I that's I'm built for it. I said it the other day and I was on Vissen last night telling everybody it's not gonna work. Now, Big Cat, Booger McFarland, both guys today going, It's not gonna work and I heard uh, Dan Big Cat say, you know, well, you know, I liked him. I wanted him to do well. What didn't, didn't people like Mitch? Didn't people? Sure, we wanted them all to do we, well. I it's mean, so right, yeah. Yeah, but you can't judge. You're not having a beer with him. No. That, that's the mistake. The media jumped in, and I said anybody of the media that liked the Justin Fields deal should have to paint their face blue and orange for one day and walk around the city with the number one painted right down the middle. But that would be everybody but me. And I don't want to be out of place. You know, that's the way it is. And and so we have made mistakes. And I see Montgomery run crazy last night. And Carmen said something very astute two weeks ago. But that doesn't mean it's true. He said to me, because Carmen knows I remember things that are what he says. He says, well, you know, he almost was 
Carmen Dewani last <laughs> week. Uh, he said, I like our running room. I don't care. It's not as good as the running room you had. Montgomery was yeah, a beast, right. a blocking bat, and a load back that nobody on this team will carry the ball 925 times in the next four years. Nobody. That's a lot of care. Yeah, but I, don't, I just don't know that it matters anymore in football. I don't care. Teams obviously don't care about their running back room. They get. They're, I mean, nobody cares about running back until but. somebody runs like Chubb gets hurt. Nobody yeah, cares I mean, about the running back until a superstar that averages 5.5 gets hurt. You know why you don't care about the running backs? Because we haven't had one that can run for five yards a carry. Walter. If well, he but got Khalil hurt, Herbert averaged five yards a carry last year. He averaged over five yards a carry last year. I understand year. that. <laughs> and that's how great he was. But Montgomery was four yards a carry. He's a good blocker. <laughs> and hey, he's no, a low just, back. Who's your low listen, back, the, the last, the, the least of the Bears' problems. Yeah, and no, the but that's the problem. Least. If you have, is That's the running not back the least. room? You didn't replace Trubisky, Roquan Smith, and Montgomery. Well, those are more significant things. Sure, well, all three of Mitch them. and Roquan are significant. That I agree with. Well, Montgomery's significant. Nobody's replaced him. I, they're not even running the ball because they can't. And and you're, when your best runner's your quarterback, but can't pass, you're in this problem. Yeah, they they they've got so many bigger oh, issues. They God. can't they can't rush the passer. No. Uh, Justin is not looking like the answer. No, uh, their offensive not. line can't be to stay healthy. Their defensive backfield is beat half to hell. I mean, there are so many there are so many problems. Like they're they're in this is like a, 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 as bad as I can remember. And we've seen a lot of bad Bears football. They, you know they've got one sad? winning season since 2013, and it feels like this is the worst that it's been. I listen. You know what's sad? I think if you judged people, the fan base and the media's reaction to each quarterback, and you looked in their dresser drawer, since Cutler, every quarterback jersey would be in there except Trubisky. Probably, uh, I don't except, know. Except man, Trubisky's. I heard well, it for four I, years. I would say there is a lot of fields, no doubt. But I don't know. I mean, a lot. Is there a lot of? There's no Andy Dalton jerseys. There's no. Um, oh, wait a minute. There's Foles jerseys. Yeah, maybe, are you I don't kidding know. Really? me? I haven't seen a Bears Foles when, jersey. Have you? No, I don't know. Not I, now. I'm saying hypothetically, Carmen, <laughs> if you went by what everybody liked, don't make me go back in history. It won't be happy. I never Nobody liked Nick Foles. Be. I don't know. I mean, I never once said, yay, Nick yeah, Foles. Yeah, but you know what? You <laughs> never. know people that did. And by the way, after that Atlanta game, where were you? Out of the country? He, they had him as Johnny Unitas. Which Atlanta? Oh, Foles. Was it Foles? No, I was never on Mick Foles. Well, oh, never? Well, who's, who's bad? Well, you weren't on Mitchell, so what were you going to do? <laughs> I, I wish they would have had almost anybody else playing quarterback. And, and you know yes, what? I'm and not now, a Mitch fan. You... Mitch Trubisky can't play. He doesn't okay, start he in a situation play. where the quarterback stinks. Hey, you want to know something? <laughs> he can't Can play. I tell you something? Pittsburgh gave him $8 million guaranteed and $20 million. Coming to, they're a smarter organization. Why? But why are we still Adam? talking about Mitch? Because Who cares? Re- why? Do, why do people still talk about Jordan when LeBron's playing? Because <laughs> you haven't replaced him. <laughs> well, you're never going to replace Jordan. That's impossible. Gonna, you haven't replaced Mitch. They, they, they've never replaced you Sid Luckman. Go, Sadly, they haven't replaced Sid Carm, Luckman. I don't like to lead you down the road. I can't lead a horse to water. You got to let it go and come up. See, Mike, it was a who's letting Mitch go was a mistake? Yeah, we made the playoffs oh. two years. I don't know have, like, how we've been doing since. Mark, you, you like, can't play you in Pittsburgh. You went from a steak joint to oatmeal, and you like it. <laughs> Well, I don't like this, Mike. I mean, it's like, what are we really arguing about? Nobody would would tell you that the quarterback right now is any good here. Nobody, like, nobody's saying that. I mean, he was 16 to 1, Carm, to win that. We know don't why that, that is. That we know why that is. That, know, that's well. That's well, I don't know why that, that is. That's you silly bear. That's silly Bears fans betting you with their hearts. I mean, not Jets, their heads. There's only one quarter. That's not just Bear fans. 
That's not just me. I hurt the media for four years. Like I well, okay, said. Okay, cool. so go tell her Lasky. Everybody's paid to judge these guys, not to go have a beer with them. I, I agree. I mean, I, but I mean, when did, I don't know, like, who are we yelling at then? Dan Orlovsky? Okay, get everybody. Dan Orlovsky on the phone. I mean, no, I, everybody. Pompey? What are you, crazy? Brad Big? Did Pompey have him as a, the, did these every, guys have them as, MV, as an MVP? Me, are you telling me nobody was on the field's bandwagon in Chicago in the media? Is that what no, but I'm, but, uh, but I'm, but I'm saying like, did those guys pick him to be MVP? No, but no, but what they do is the hype machine work. That's how the hype machine works. That's why people. That's why people get excited. Who sold fields on the people in the fan base? The media did. Come on, I, I, now. Don't, I don't know. Listen, all I know is I. I to me, all you know what, is what you does get out of the jam we're in? Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, well, that's all that matters. Years, like, what are they going to do to fix it? That's all that matters. I don't care what the media says about Justin well, Fields. You, I don't care what Dan Orlovsky yeah, thinks about Justin Fields. Carm. Have, you been, have you been missing the last decade in this country? They're the influencers. Media I mean, yeah, I, 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 okay, that might be. That might yes. be. I guess I wish that the people up at Hallis Hall then weren't so easily influenced there by the media. Go. I mean... Yeah, I mean, because it's craziness. Like, you need someone that's finally going to come in here with the proper set of eyes to yep. evaluate quarterback talent and then find a good offensive coach that can develop that player. Okay. And, you know, yep. hopefully it finally happens. I'm going to stay with Dion and Harbaugh, and I'm not getting off it because you got to pressure these teams. And I don't care what, what people say about Dion. He came, he's been coming across the way. He's not playing a five star athlete. I don't care if it's college. He would do the same in the pros. He's got cred, street cred. He would tell them he's not playing a five star athlete. And they asked him why. He goes, because he doesn't show up to the meetings on time, because he's not prepared to play. I'm going, you th- this guy's a dream come true. He wouldn't change. He's going to probably stay at Colorado, but anybody thinks that's his last stop is crazy. Yeah, I would, I would agree. It's probably not his, his last stop. His kid's going to leave eventually. His kid's going to be in the NFL, it looks like. And, I, exactly. I, and where do you think he's going to be? I don't think he'll stop there. I'm no, with I you on that. Harbaugh's going to be an interesting name to follow, especially if they feel like do you have big... anybody else because nobody yeah, wants to. I'll tell you who I like. And again, you, you know, uh, yeah. you're not, you, you might not like this, but I. I I like the idea of trying to find young, bright talent. Like, find the young guys like McVay, like Shanny when he got the job, like uh, the job that uh, Mike McDaniel's doing in Miami. Did anybody ever that. tell the Bears? Did anybody ever tell the Bears, take a look at Mike McDaniel? Or no, did they just land on Matt Eberflus, a Tampa 2 defensive quarter? It makes no sense. I like Hired Ben by, Johnson. And, and, you know, somebody said that, you know, you know Mike, you want uh, Dion and you want uh, uh, Harbaugh. You said go outside. Well, Eberflus was outside. No. Oh, that's crazy. Holy yeah. and has Thanksgiving dinner the, with the McDaniel. It, it doesn't make any sense. I yeah. like Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator of the Lions. That's I who do I like. Too. And, and boy, what a what a performance! Oh, how about last night? night? Oh, 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 oh. I, mean, I hit the over, but I did take Green Bay. I got a beating on that one, but well, I went even. I went even. Yeah, it's split. That's all right. I split, but I, you know what? I honestly thought that Green Bay would be better, but I underestimated. And we talk about this with all the quarterbacks: Zach Wilson and Justin aren't that bad. Their offensive lines have something to do with it. Well, God, that was as bad. Yeah, that's an a, that, line I agree. As you've seen. That's bad. They're so they're beat up right now, and that was and it was evident, and it was ugly. And we talked about Montgomery. A perfect back for them. Then they got that kid Swift. They got all sorts. I mean, not Swift. They got uh, uh, the quarterback Gibbs. Goff and Gibbs. Yeah, they got they got Goff. I mean, what a, what a player he's turned into. He took, and this is where there's hope, folks. Look, I'm not saying Fields can't make it because I I heard Plunkett was going to be a bum. 
I was there when they said Steve Young was a bum with Tampa and he was 3-15. and 15. I was there where Jeff Hostetler was never going to do it. You can come from the ashes. I'm not saying that. Uh, that's, that's all we're saying here. And somebody's quarterbacks like Goff, was he not criticized even sure. though he went to the Super Bowl? Time? Sure, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. And I think and Ben Johnson's done wonders for him. That's why I would like that name if the Bears That's, are looking uh, for a new coach in the offseason. Yeah, let's. Eberflus got beat his last game with the, with Indianapolis, and they needed it. Mm. You know, and had we hired him as a head coach, Ben Johnson, I mean, he's going to have some serious street fights oh, yeah. with the offense of Detroit and the way that Goff is playing. The Lions improved to an NFL best. This is amazing. Good. 26 and 12 against the spread since the start of 2021. That's a team that has wildly exceeded expectation, and they look pretty good so far in three mm-hmm. of their first four games yep. here to start 2023. We got a, a lot of games to preview. There's some good stuff this week. We've got Dolphins oh, yeah. and Bills. We've got Ravens and Browns. A couple of great division matchups. Uh, we've got some really good college games on the slate as Ryder well. Cup. And the Ryder Cup's going on. I mean, the U.S., is, we're taping uh, Friday morning here, late morning. Boy, the U.S. took it on the chin early. But they're doing better in the afternoon matches uh, over in Rome. So, yeah, yeah we'll update you on that. they come back and tie them uh, in two of them. But you know what? You're waking up, we call this in handicapping the sucker punch. Yeah. We were down 4 nothing. I woke up at 4 this morning. We're getting, yeah. we're getting killed already. I saw the last, like, 45 minutes of it, and they were getting smoked. I was like, what yep. the hell? Why did I get up for this? Yeah. Coming up next, Luke Pergandy from PropSwap will join us. We'll give you best plays later on. And, of course, Jim Miller will have some ponies for us before we're out of here as we roll into the weekend yeah. for you. So, listen online, catch up on demand with that great ESPN Chicago app. And We'll be right back. We are the Odds Couple, presented by Circa Resort and Casino. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Welcome back inside this week's episode of The Odds Couple, presented by Circa Resort and Casino. Catch up on demand all weekend long with the ESPN Chicago app. Follow us on Twitter. Mike is at North to North. I'm at Carmen DeFalco. And it's time to get out to the CarX Tire and Auto Guest Hotline and say hi to one of our favorites. He joins us every week, one of the founding members of the great PropSwap app and PropSwap.com. It's Luke Pergandy. Hi, guys. Hi, Carm. Hi, Mike. How are you, buddy? buddy. Good time of year. Football uh, into the first, you know, we're through almost the first quarter of the football season. I guess we have to adjust that a little now that they no longer play 16 games and we play 17, but uh, it's a good time of year for football. Last weekend of baseball before October starts, the Ryder Cup, so lots of stuff going on. Uh, Golf is always big for you guys. Does that include these match play tournaments in a tournament like the Ryder Cup? Yeah, for sure. No, we're selling a ton of Ryder Cup tickets. Uh, obviously, the time zone change being in Italy makes it a little bit more difficult to watch, but uh, absolutely selling Ryder Cup tickets, both sides. You know what? Uh, we talked about that the other day. I, I was praying for the Bears, and I was praying for a sign, and <laughs> two deer ran by me. And I, I and, and that night, I hear Lillard signed with the Bucks, so right. I'm probably going to put down a bet on the Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> Let me ask you something, <laughs> Lucas. NBA offseason is uh, another sport now. Has that proven out to be the case with you guys and, and Lillard and other things? Yeah, it's a great point. It literally is another sport. It's and and how big of uh, splashes these superstars make. So, you know, of course, Damian Lillard goes to Milwaukee. Uh, Wisconsin gets richer. Chicago gets poorer. Uh, obviously, the Packers had a rough night on Thursday night, mm-hmm. but they got a superstar going into the NBA season, and they are now the favorite. <laughs> Milwaukee is now the NBA favorite. They went from around 7-1 to one to plus 350 
with that trade. So odds get cut in half just with one guy coming to, to Milwaukee to join Giannis. Yeah, so it's yeah, I mean people are selling uh, people are selling Milwaukee tickets already. People are selling you know Dame to an MVP. Like it's the market's moving already. One day after the trade. So uh, you know we always love looking at like these these stories where teams were long shots and then they just surprised, pleasantly surprised. Uh, we knew the Orioles were trending upwards. I don't think anybody expected this this year. Two years ago, this team lost 110 games. I'll say that again. They lost 110 games two years ago. Last night, they won their 100th game, and they won what is always a brutally tough division. They're 7-1, to one, guys. They're the third choice. What a story for the Orioles, but it's not only do we love the story, but it's what we talk about with what you guys have at PropSwap all the time. This is tailor-made because their odds were pretty long at the start of the season, Luke. Yeah. I mean, just just to win the division, like you just said, they were 100-1. to 1. So we had we had multiple tickets win in the PropSwap system. We had one guy buy a ticket like preseason on PropSwap, bet 50 bucks, <laughs> And again, just to win the division, not Amazing. to win the World Series, 50 bucks cash for five grand Unbelievable. on you know Wednesday night when they clinched that. So um, incredible story. The Texas Rangers also, the Texas Rangers were 125 to one. Mm-hmm. They are around eight to one to win the yeah. World Series. So both of these two teams just coming out of nowhere and really pushing the AL. I mean, those are the top two teams in AL. The Baltimore yes. Orioles and the Texas Rangers yes. have the two lowest odds in the American League. That is Crazy. Yep. The last time they won 100 games, 1980. Was that the last time, Mike? Yeah, it's the last time, 1980, the Baltimore Orioles. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Frank, I mean, Brooks Robinson was still rolling over. Uh, it's just one, one. I mean, 2018, they lost 115 games. 2019, yeah. 108. The COVID year, they were 10 games below 500. 2021, 110 losses. Last year, 83 and 79. And again, you felt good about where they were going with all that young talent. This year, 159. It's just a great, great story. Uh, how about uh, to do it, to go, do it, and the last thing, just to do it in that division. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, it's incredible. Like, to deal with New York and Boston and Tampa, like three of the top seven teams going into the season. Boston was supposed to be a little bit down, but like the Yankees were supposed to be amazing. Just the Rays were supposed to be amazing. Like, you know, incredible division. So yeah. bravo to Baltimore, bravo to Texas, and we'll see them both in the playoffs. Now, in the NFL, we can't say the Dolphins have come out of nowhere because we knew yeah. as long as two would stay healthy, the Dolphins were going to be pretty good. I don't know if anybody expected this good through the first three weeks, especially when you hang 70 on a team like it's college. It's unbelievable. But are people running to try to gobble up Dolphins tickets right now? Yes. Yes. We cannot keep a Dolphins taken on the shelf. Their odds are now eight to one yeah. at Caesars. Uh, you could have found them at around eighteen to one a week and a half ago. Um, so yes, tons of you know Mike McDaniel's win coach of the year, uh, yeah. Tua to win a Tua to an MVP. Tua is the front runner now. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got to be healthy. Yep. Just got to be healthy. He's got to be, healthy. be healthy. We, yep, we talked about this last week for sure. I mean, that's, yeah. uh, I would never wish injury on someone, but nope. he, he definitely had concussion risk. But um, if he stays on that field. And the Dolphins keep rolling with those two receivers, and Jalen Waddle really isn't even playing that well. I yet. know, you know, like this has kind of been a Tyree Kill and and Mostert and uh, Achain and the the rookie running back out of Texas A and M. Um, so you know, once, once Jalen Waddle gets going, like my goodness, this offense is going to be impossible. Didn't even play last week; they scored seventy. Now he did clear concussion protocol, so he should be back for the big matchup in Orchard Park this weekend. Luke, great stuff as always, buddy. We will catch up next Friday. 
Thanks, guys. Looking forward to it. Have a good weekend. See you, pal. You too. It's <laughs> our guy. <laughs> yeah. By the way, uh, I didn't bring up our record, Carmen. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Well, the, uh, well I was, by the, the way, I was on the wrong side of the dolphin. I mean, listen, I, I stepped in front of that Dolphins trend like a jackass, but uh, luckily I won my other bet. I went one and one last yeah. week. Yeah, you're five, four, you're five and four, and I'm 12 and five. We're 17 and nine starting off, folks. So uh, I had a great week again. And, uh, you know, I, 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 then I had Cleveland on the bonus pick, the Indians awesome. went nine to eight. So we're doing well. And uh, I'll tell you what. I, it's mind-boggling. The team loses by fifty, and and, 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 and that's probably the. I'd rather have that happen to me. Look what happened to you than wait till the end and lose in overtime, right? <laughs> but the fact that the team that lost to them by fifty, that you bet is favored, it's crazy. Over the Bears, like, they come that's here. Scary. I mean, like, they got to win this game. Bears got to win this. Oh game. my God! Come they on, need to win. They need to win so bad. They all need to win. Ba- Bear- the ownership, the water boy, all they them. all need to win. Bears are getting Mike's now. Mike nailed it. Bears are getting three and a half, if oh. you can believe it, by a team that gave up 70. And lost by 50. And lost by 50 points. You know, we told you that uh, earlier in the show, we told you that uh, with another impressive uh, outright win and cover last night, the Lions are the uh, NFL's best ATS team since 2021, 26 and 12. It's good when you o- o- uh, overperform or outperform expectation. Yep. No team in football has uh, been more underachieving relative to expectation mm-hmm. than the Bears. They've got the worst ATS record in the NFL since 2019. They're just 2-11 and ATS during their 13-game losing streak. It's brutal. It's brutal. They just, I told you last week on Sundays, we were under fields of 4-18 and 18 under that regime. I, I think that the coaching staff's in trouble. I yeah. heard Luke Getzi's comments the other day. We're building something special here. What, what are you building, a hut? I don't know. What, what are you doing? I don't what kind know. of, what are you building? Something the wind blows 30 miles an hour, the whole thing blows away? What are you uh, building? I don't know, Mike. How do you make a statement like that in front of our fan base? I That's an insult. I don't know. I'm with you. I you do know? not get it at all. It's brutal. Okay. we got some really good games uh, around week four in the NFL to talk about. We'll jump into Dolphins-Bills coming up next and a few of the other big matchups, uh, plus the college slate, and then we'll get ponies and best plays before we're out of here. So don't go anywhere, folks. We're cooking now. Uh, you want to come uh, right back with us. We are the Odds Couple presented by Circa Resort and Casino. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. This is the Odds Couple with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco. The Odds Couple on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Welcome back inside the Odds Couple, presented by Circa Resort and Casino. Mike and Carmen with you, as always. Catch up on demand all weekend long. Just make sure you have the ESPN Chicago app. You will get the Encore replay Saturday afternoon from 1 until 2. So you can always check us out there on AM1000 or FM100.3 HD2. How about my Arizona Cardinals covering three straight weeks? Three straight weeks, Mike. That's why I'm three doing straight. well in my pools. Last year, I didn't have a team like that. I took a chance on them, and they've been covered. They're scrappy. This I got a, week, ugh, minus 13 and a half. I got a there. thought on that game a little bit later. Sounds That's going to factor into one of my best plays. But, yeah, they, they've been it. scrappy. Let's talk uh, the big matchup in Orchard Park in the AFC East. Dolphins on the road at the Bills. A perfect 3-0 and straight up and against the spread start to the year. They are catching 2 and a half in this game uh, in upstate New York this weekend. If you go back to 2019, mm-hmm. no team in the NFL has been better than Miami against the number 42-27-1. and one. Two is 9-4 and four straight up against the division, but the team that's had his number in the East 
Buffalo. He's just one in four straight up against the Bills with a quarterback rating a little bit below 80. The Bills have really dominated this division battle in recent years, Mike. They're 11 and two straight up in the last 13 matchups. That includes the wild playoff win last year. I think this will be a fun and exciting game. Josh Allen and the Bills have gotten their you-know-what together after that clunker against the Jets in the opener. Both these teams, I think, go into this contest looking very, very good, feeling good about themselves, and the Dolphins' offense is out of this world, number one in a bunch of key categories, Mike. Now, is this a noon game? This is a noon game, yes. Yeah, because I finally got the YouTube figured out by about 1230. You awesome. know what I mean? It's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing, you got four games here, four but, games there. I mean, what happened to direct? Just direct TV. Give me the name of the team. Let me punch it in. But that being said, that being said, I this is a no play for me. I could make a, a case for both sides winning. And uh, the case I'd make if I was going to lean, I'd probably lean a little Miami. But Josh Allen's playing some great football. Got off to a rough start this year. The last couple of weeks he's been on fire. So I, it's a stay away. I think you summed it up best. I could make some compelling arguments Absolutely. on both sides. And it's also led me to have zero action on this yep. game. I think this is sit back, watch it, and enjoy. Yep. Vic Fangio, uh, his defense has played better the last couple Good weeks. Kid. He's a good kid, that Vic Fangio. Yeah, he's good. His father owned a deli. How has Josh Allen done against Vic? Well, the Bills faced the Broncos when Vic was the coach in 2019 and in 2020. Allen did beat him both times, outscoring Denver 68-22 to in the process, completing 66% of his passes, four touchdowns to one interception. But I think this is just one of those games that's going to be enjoyable. Sit back, watch it. I will say the trend here, uh, or the money anyway, uh, that has driven down one of the, uh, the the sides in this game is the total. Little money has come in here in the last 24 hours or so on the under, driving this down to 53, 53 and a half in a bunch of places. Uh, let's go to Ravens and Browns in Cleveland. John Harbaugh as a division dog. Mike and I talk about it all the time as the Ravens go into Baltimore catching a field goal. 18-9-1 against the spread as a division dog. He's won 12 of those games outright. And Lamar, who didn't uh, look particularly good last week, but should be getting reinforcements on his offensive line this week as Ronnie Stanley and Tyler Linderbaum return to practice. Lamar is 9-4 and four straight up as a dog in his career, so this is usually a good spot for the Ravens. But, man, Mike, that Browns defense yep. is outstanding right now. Yeah, we don't fool the, the folks out there that listen to the odds couple America and Chicago's uh, uh, winning this franchise over the last four years. That's going to be a tagline for a long time. <laughs> uh, but I, I can do the same thing I just did with the other game. I can give you an argument for both teams. I'm not playing this game. I will not give it to somebody. That's why we got a record we got. Uh, there's a lot of games, like I tell Carmen, you don't have to bet these games, but they are the glamour games. Right. They're the ones that are picked up by the networks. Yep. They're the ones that are hyped up on the pregame shows. So if you had a lean, I'd probably, I'd probably lean Baltimore. I would, too. Yeah. I'd My lean, lean here is on Baltimore. Yeah. I'm with I'd you. lean Baltimore. Uh, I look at the point spread. I think I look at Cleveland's defense. Uh, you look at they got Lamar some downfield threats now. Yes, uh, I'm not a big fan of the coach. He's blown a couple games for him. Like I, I talked about it last year, he did Harbaugh. Uh, but he does uh, have Super Bowl pedigree, and uh, so I'd, I'd probably lean that. At a field goal, I'm with Mike. My lean yep. here would be towards the Ravens yep. in that game, the road dog. And again, Lamar and Harbaugh have just been so good historically yes, in this spot. Patriots at Cowboys, uh, and you're looking at the Cowboys at home at about a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Again, the money here has come in early in the week on the Patriots, getting this down below the key of the touchdown. Total in the game is 43. This game really is all about the health of the Dallas offensive line. We can't give you the most accurate update right now because we're 
recording the show on Friday. It's something that if you want to get involved in this game uh, and, you, and you, want, you want to try to beat the line move, uh, you definitely have to stay tuned to the injury updates. Uh, Bandage and Martin were limited at practice on Thursday. That's the best update we can give you. That's huge for the Cowboys offensive line, but Tyron Smith was still out mm-hmm. on Thursday. Um, so it's just something to watch. Cardinals had the second-best rush EPA per play and the second-best rushing success rate in uh, all of Week 3 in the upset win against the Cowboys. You better believe Bill Belichick is going to school on that tape and will try to do something similar. But this is another game that I don't know if I want to step uh, into this one too much. The Cowboys have been great in the last 10 home games against the number, Mike, 7-3 and three against the spread. I think they're a little ornery and upset about uh, just how poorly they played and some of the self-inflicted wounds that they had in that loss at Arizona. I think it'll get a much better effort out of the Cowboys at home this weekend. And I'm just not sure if they start scoring points. I like that New England defense, but if they start scoring, I'm not sure Mac Jones can keep up with them. I'm just not. I think Dallas in this one, I look at what happened last week. I think it's a wake-up call. I'm not down on McCarthy like most people are. I blame the players most of all. But when you have an offensive line like Dallas has over the years, we're not going to feel sorry for them after looking at what we got to look at and what other teams have to look at with their offensive line. Prescott needs an offensive line that's pretty good. But I trust him in this spot. I like Dallas minus six and a half. If Belichick's the beat all end all, why is it six and a half? Yeah. Why isn't it plus three and a half? Why isn't it plus four? You know what? They want you to take this New England team. Mm. And I don't blame them, but uh, you know what? Uh, I just think that they don't have the firepower overall to stick with them over the mm. long haul of a football game. Great looking college game tonight in Corvallis, Oregon State, playing host to Utah. Uh, Is that for, where all the trees are? That's where all the trees are, right, Mike. You Oregon, know. <laughs> and they got the, the green and the yellow and everything. The beavers, the ducks, and the trees. You know it. I'll it's tell you great. what, I watch Colorado. Dion just got out of there by the skin of his teeth. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Wow. Uh, there was some talk that maybe Cam Rise. I'm sort of sick of doing this. I mean, every week there's every talk week. of Cam Rising returning Enough. for Utah. The line has gone, you know, uh, more towards him not playing. It, it was three, three and a half. Now it's Oregon State laying four and a half. This is a Friday oh, night that's game. That's the wrong Oregon. That's the other uniforms. Yeah, yeah, Oregon yeah. State. Right. The Oregon red State. And black. Yes, yes. They're yeah. the red back. My mistake on that when I got all excited. Because all, I thought you just meant Oregon. there was green in Oregon. I mean, there is well, a lot there is of green, green in Oregon. Oregon. <laughs> there is green in Oregon. But I, I you know what? I'm going to tell you right now. No, Oregon State. I, I love them in this spot. I at home I on a them. Friday night, Mike. I, I tell you, and it's only a three-point spread. Utah would probably be the better favorite uh, if you're going to put some couch change on it, which I will. Without uh, Cam Rising, yeah, I think yep. uh, the Beavers might be the side Utah's here. Utah's good, well coached, but you know oh, what? Extremely. But their, but their offense is struggling right yep. now to really move the football. Their defense is great. That defense put on a show against UCLA last week. But, yeah, I just I don't know if I trust that offense right now. There's a couple of conflicting trends in this game, I'll just say real quick. Kyle Winningham, Mike talked about him. He's a great coach at Utah. Yep. He's been terrific as a dog. Since 2014, Utah is 16-6-1 and uh, when taking – Points. That's incredible. Yeah. Thirteen and two against the numbers a road dog. But and it's not like I mean Oregon State is nineteenth ranked, aren't they? They are. Yeah, uh, I or sixteenth. Like I think sixteenth right 16th now. Sixteenth and nineteenth yeah. in some polls. I mean, it's not like they're dogs. You know what I mean? It's like they're going to, into a tough environment. He's a it, great coach. We'll see. This is one. If, you put couch change on. You don't step out big. Oh, right. I would agree. Uh, yeah. Oregon State under Jonathan Smith has been money at home. 13-1 and one straight up and against the spread in their last 14 
home games. The only straight-up loss over that span since 2021 was the loss against USC last year. Very impressive stuff for Oregon State. Yeah. So uh, that's And then Notre Dame and Duke. Boy, Notre Dame had a tough one last Can week, Can I tell Mike. you something? Yes. I keep hearing that Deion Sanders can't do this or can't do that. I know this. Even grammar school coaches count heads when they go out in important parts of game. Oh, and man. They have you said it. People you said it. Two plays in a row. Terrible. It's like Two something always goes row? wrong. They should have won that game. They played well enough to they win that game. They ran right where there was nobody there to stop them. They ran to the left. And something just always goes wrong. Well, wait a minute. You're a grown-ass man. You coach the University of Notre Dame, and you're getting off with just, well, we're going to make sure it doesn't happen next time. Pedro Freeman. My God, are you kidding me? Ten mm. guys, two plays in a row. I've never seen that happen uh, in a big football uh, d- game. Down on the goal line in a game of that magnitude, never. never. The, you know, the sad thing is, Mike, the Irish, Shame on him. the Irish D did a lot of good things against that Buckeyes offense in that hey, game. The Buckeyes and Ryan Day are walking around like they did something special. You almost didn't get in when I they know. had ten guys on the field. You're co- the, the Notre Dame head coach is the MVP of Ohio State. Unbelievable. Unreal. Coming up next, uh, Jim Miller's got some ponies, and then we will give you our best plays rolling into the weekend. So don't go anywhere. We are the Odds Couple presenting. Presented by Circa Resort and Casino. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Entering the home stretch on this week's edition of The Odds Couple presented by Circa Resort and Casino. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco with you. You can catch up on demand on the ESPN Chicago app. You'll get the Encore replay over the air on Saturday afternoon from 1 until 2. It's that time of the show to get some expert handicapping picks from one of the best in the country from Hawthorne Racecourse. All he does is win, win, win. You follow him on Twitter at Hawthorne Jim, and he joins us as always on the Car X Tire and Auto Guest Hotline. Say hi to Jim Miller. Jimmy! Boys, we were back in the winner's circle last week with the winner yep. of the Pennsylvania Derby, a horse by the name of Saudi Crown, who could be a horse to watch for in the Breeders' Cup as that's coming up not too long down the road. That's coming up right there at the start of November. So something to keep an eye on with Saudi Crown. But I'll tell you guys, things are heating up at Hawthorne. Night of Champions coming up on October 14th, so things are very busy for us. Love that. Uh, weather's beautiful usually this time of year. We've had a little bit of rain this week. How does that affect the track for the weekend racing, if at all, Jimmy? Yeah, rain really doesn't affect it a whole lot on the harness end of things unless it's raining right when the races are going on because we're racing on top of that limestone base, so everything just basically falls on there, drains right off because we have a crown surface, so it is. It's really good for racing. If anything, it speeds up the track just a little bit because of that moisture in the racing surface, but it's something that really doesn't affect it a whole lot. And the other thing it does, it allows that turf course to grow to get ready for earlier turf racing next spring. Jimmy, when you uh, are in your downtime, what are the two or three most important things that you're buttoning down uh, while there's no racing or while there's limited racing? What are the top three things you look uh, to do for the upcoming season? So it, it, it's a combination of things because it happens internally and externally. So internally, we only have six weeks throughout the course of an entire year where we are not racing live. So during the course of that six weeks, it's basically full bore cleanup and maintenance. So it's power washing barns, cleaning up the backstretch, cleaning up the roads, that kind of stuff internally. Then after that, you're starting to set up your promotions for the following year and just get everything rolling as you're going throughout the course of the season because everything is so fluid. And then for me personally, what I do during those six weeks is I hit the road. I'm on the road mm-hmm. going to other racetracks, getting a hold of trainers, 
trying to encourage them to come and race at Hawthorne, not only for the fact that you have that turf course, you have a really good main track, a very safe main track, but you also want that ability to start building up those stables and getting larger fields and just creating more value for when we are back for the thoroughbred meet. All right, good stuff. So where are we wagering this weekend, Jimmy? Home cooking this weekend, guys. Three horses I like at Hawthorne on Saturday night. Race one, we're going to bet the five. Maple Grove, Mangin across the board. Horse that had a tough trip in its last out. Then go to race three, bet the eight, my daddy's revenge across the board. And then in race eight to seven, Ashley Cold Muffler across the board. Some tough names there for horses to pronounce for Peter Galassi, but if they make us money, that's all that matters. That's right. Saturday racing at Hawthorne, everybody. Uh, The uh, card we're looking at here is race one, the five horse across the board. Race three, the eight horse across the board. And then race eight, the seven horse across the board. Is that right, Jim? That's right, boys. Making money for an NFL Sunday. All right, brother. We'll talk to you next week. You got it, guys. Good luck. Jimmy! There's our guy, Jim Miller, with three plays. And, yep, he was right back in the winner's circle, uh, as per usual, last week. All right, Mikey, let's try to do it again. We've been good. And we want to keep that going. What do we like for plays this weekend? Well, you know what? Before I go, I'll tell everybody today I'll be on with uh, uh, Carmen Yurk. We won again last week with Shane Bieber, 9-8 to against the the Cleveland Indians win in a heart thumper. Uh, We're 6-3 and on the bonus pick. Uh, So I'll be on that. I got one game, and uh, one game only I'm going to go with. I looked at the line. I go, (laughs) Come on now. I did my preparation after that. I knew right away when I looked at it. I'm taking Indianapolis, uh, a surprise type of team, getting one against, uh, you know, Matt Stafford and the L.A. Rams uh, minus one at Indianapolis. Like it. All right. So there we go. The uh, Colts getting a point at home. I'll have a bonus pick today. Yeah. Well, of course, Mike will have the bonus pick. Mm -hmm. I'm going to roll with the Saints in the under one more time since it hit last week. And it's now nine straight unders for the Saints. Twelve of their last 13 going back to last year. Yeah, you got Mayfield. Have gone under. Yeah, you got Mayfield. And I don't think Derek Carr is going to play. Look, they haven't ruled him out yet, but he's got a shoulder injury that was significant enough that he had to go to the hospital. That was a heart-wrenching game. Yeah. You know, it's one of those weird deals where I had minus one and a half with the book, but in the media pool, I had plus two with New Orleans, so I I, I went one and one, but... Carr got hurt. That was the end of that. Jameis Winston did nothing. No, I know. And I just think, and again, I mean, I know they haven't officially ruled him out, at least as we record, Mm -hmm. they haven't. But he didn't practice Wednesday or Thursday. I don't think that's looking good. Um, This has been a little bit of a tricky spot for whatever reason. These home games of a field goal or more where they're laying points. The Saints in the division, just three and four against the number. But again, even those games have trended towards the under since 2020. So we'll play under 39 and a half in Bucks and Saints. And I'm going to give out one more. Uh, I love when you give out one more. One more, Mike. And you've been all over this team, and rightfully yep. so, and good for you, the Arizona Cardinals. But I'm going to just lay this out real quick, and I think I've got a good angle on this game. We're going to play first half 49ers yeah. minus seven at home like against it. the Cardinals. The Cowboys last week actually outgained Arizona. They just had some self-inflicted wounds. Now, this AZ team is scrappy, and I give them credit. They got more uh, They got more going on than the Bears do right now. Oh, yeah, Josh. Um, I mean, look at that kid quarterback. It's awesome. I love yeah. it. It's a great yeah. story. But the Cowboys really shot themselves in the foot. They had 13 penalties. They went 1-5 of five in the red zone. They, they laid had, down. They, they had the game's only turnover. In the first three quarters of that game last week, for all of week three, the Cowboys were number one in rushing success rate, number two in rush EPA. Uh, I think that Shanahan's going to go in there and do what he does, especially if Debo doesn't play. I think they're going to find a lot of success running the ball. I think they'll score, and they'll score early. Not to mention, 
the defensive coordinator for the 49ers. Steve Wilkes has his little revenge game here against the Cardinals, and he's got a lawsuit going against the Cardinals right oh, now. Yeah. I yeah. like the 49ers in the first half, minus seven. It's not too comfortable for him <laughs> when he sees the, the other team. And then we go to our buddy. You got any more? Uh, that's it for me. We got our guy, Shay. Shay's with us today. He's irascible. He's a rascal. And you like the guy. And now you want him to do well. What do you got? Nobody talks more highly about me than Mike North. Right? It's unbelievable. Even your wife. (laughs) Seriously. Well, she talks very low of me most of the time. (laughs) What do you got? And by the way, Shay will have this up by what time, Shay? Oh, this will be up in no time. Yeah, 20 minutes. 20 minutes. I'm going to the college game to start. Kentucky laying a point at home against a ranked Florida team. Kentucky, very sneaky. Top five in explosive play rate in America. And you see unranked at home getting given a point to a ranked team. I'm riding the lightning. All Give right. me the Wildcats laying the one. And you're getting this number at a good spot because yep. this was bigger early in the you week. I like it. Else? I got Duke plus five and a half. Mike, I liked you call them, uh, what was it, Pedro Freeman? Yeah. Putting Pedro 10 Freeman. minutes. I, the, the, when you're Notre Dame and you don't play a conference title game, your season ends with one loss. Yeah. I think right. it's tough to go to Durham <laughs> after that. Especially because Duke's playing well. The yeah. game day's going to be there. Mike Elko, Riley Leonard, they think they can win yeah. the ACC. You've got game day. It's going to be a cool you know, environment. We're going to cut you off because if we don't, you'll bet the whole board. Duke <laughs> plus five and a half. Right. Let me give you one NFL All right, game. Go ahead. All right, go ahead. Steelers minus three. Yes. It just simply like can it. never be three. I, everybody's overrating Houston. Okay. Weird game in Jacksonville. Give me I like Pittsburgh. It. I like it. All right. Good stuff, Shay. Thanks for producing the he'll, show. He'll take the whole board. He, Thanks, he, believe me, he will. If we don't yep. cut him off, he will. Thank That's you right. to Shay Norling for producing. Thanks to Luke Pergandy and to Jim Miller. And as always, thank you for listening, everybody. Hope you enjoyed the show. We got more picks for you next week. We got more great, uh, great college and pro breakdown. Happy wagering, everybody. Mike, enjoy the games this week, and we'll see everybody again next week. We are the Odds Couple presented by Circa Resort and Casino. So long, everybody. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeValco and Mike North on ESPN 1000.